And welcome everybody to the fourth episode of the John at the Bar podcast. Well, four and a half if you count that one we deleted. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so it is, uh, what's today? I don't know, November 11th, Wednesday night. Sure. Yeah, so we kind of took a long break for a little bit there. Um, lots of stuff happening in both of our lives. Anyway, we're back now, hopefully getting back on track. Um, I just started a new job. So yeah, a lot of change happening that kind of derailed us for a couple weeks. Ch-ch-changes. Stuff happens. Um, another thing that's going on with the podcast, we're going to be doing a lot less gaming talk. It still will be there just because, I mean, I'm still a huge gamer, so is Shelby. That's not going to change. But yeah, it's not. we're going to do a little more like general... We're doing some reformatting, you yeah. know? Yeah. We're uh, reconstruction, yeah. all that. We're trying to find the way that this podcast works best and the way, the way we'd be, be able to get the most longevity out of it. And yeah, so we're... Working some kinks out, and we're slowly Did starting to... Did you say longevity? Longevity. When you meant longevity. Longevity. Whatever. <laughs> it's I... already working, you guys. <laughs> um, I don't know how to do words. Anyway, so yeah, there's a lot to talk about today. Uh, Shelby, you want to get us started? Um, first of all, have you noticed that it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Uh, yeah, especially, you go. especially in Oregon. It's already down in the 30s here, and I, I've lived in Southern California. No, no, no. no, I don't mean the weather. Okay. I mean that beginning November 1st, every store I stepped into was playing Christmas music. Okay, so That's yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, so it, it's definitely, I, I know people complain about it every year, but it really does seem like every year stores start celebrating Christmas earlier and earlier, which mm-hmm. I personally don't have a problem with but i can definitely see why somebody might uh well where do you stand on that whole you know i i find it a little delightful but i also it doesn't bother me to the point where some people are just like it it makes some people angry like i was at the store the other day and someone got really angry about it. it's like it's okay it'll be okay it it doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I like Christmas where it's at, you know, in December, like 25 days of Christmas and all that good stuff. And I really like Thanksgiving because I think all the decorations for Thanksgiving are pretty, you know, all the oranges and reds yeah. and, and yellows cool and stuff. I know, yeah, but I, like, yeah, I, I get why some people don't like it. I mean, I love Christmas. I, I'm, I like to extend it longer than three weeks. I usually start celebrating it about mid November is when all my decorations are usually up. But yeah, like yeah. some people get honestly personally offended and they get furious when they see Christmas decorations up. Or... Really do. Well, I feel like Jesus is becoming like one of those girls on my super sweet 16 and he's making it first it was his birthday month and now it's becoming his birthday season. Yeah. Another weird thing, like I know it's it's kind of but do you feel like Halloween's kind of dying? Oh my I really do. I feel like I didn't get enough Halloween this year. Yeah, I feel like I people like, are kind of getting out of the spirit of it a little bit. Yeah, like everybody I talked to this year was kind of like Halloween really snuck up on me, and I didn't really care. And so it's all it's I don't I don't want to blame the Christmas decorations that are up year round or anything, but you know, like yeah, it seemed like a lot of people Christmas or Halloween. I mean, there's still the people who will celebrate it, dress up for that night and everything, but. I don't know, like, I don't know if it's just a Corvallis thing, but it seemed like there, we didn't see any decorations driving around and stuff. We didn't see people's houses done up for Halloween. It was really weird. It's like, uh, Halloween, and there's, there weren't many trick-or-treaters, and it's... Halloween has such a small window, especially, I think Christmas has something to do with that. I mean, think about it. You leave your Christmas decorations up a little longer, it's fine and your neighbors kind of hate you but you know it's it's not too bad you well i mean point being it's isn't it like the like some sort of like neighborhood like etiquette that you have to take them up like the day after new year's which is kind of a long time to leave them up after christmas but halloween like if you don't have them gone by like the time the sun comes up on november 1st it's weird it's weird weird, like gothic yeah oh my god and like you see on tv like they have like the 25 days of christmas but they have the 13 days of halloween and it's Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know halloween maybe it's not dying but that's just the feeling i'm getting from it you're seeing trick-or-treating when we were kids it was huge like you were trick-or-treating for two hours you came back with bags that were full 
And then in Corvallis, it's like I we were driving around on Halloween night and we didn't see any trick or treaters whatsoever. I mean, it was but, and it was a, it was on a Saturday too. It's yeah. not like it was on a weird Monday and yeah, people were kind of keeping their kids in. It's really strange. And um, the other thing is like um, the they did have a big trick or treating event, but it was downtown in like this safe environment. It's like that was some of the fun of it was going to like the streets in your neighborhood that you never been to before. And going to these yeah. random people's house because there was a little bit of fear involved in it, and that's kind of what Halloween's all about. Well, that's the thing. Remember, like the people who would do up their garages and like yeah. make it their own cool little mini haunted house. That and old man, yeah. To eat your candy. The and... old man who didn't give a shit, who wanted to scare the crap out of little kids. Yeah, like... <laughs> I remember going to one when I was a kid, and or when we were kids, and I was like, you just like walked up because I think you were like still too little to get scared. Like you were like, you didn't get like, Oh, I'm supposed to be scared right now. And this dude was standing there dressed like Jason, but he looked like he was like one of those big mannequin things. Yeah. And I walked up and he walked towards me and Oh my God, I probably peed my pants. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one guy like jumped out at me when I, it was just, it was like a, it was like a block over from our house and he like literally like launched out at me and I was like, seven years old or eight years old it like it wasn't a big deal but now if you did that like you get on some kind of list or something (laughs) i know i do remember that adults being like i want to scare the shit out of these kids yeah i just want them to be so terrified that they need therapy for the next 18 years yeah i don't and i feel like the spirit is gone yeah it was very weird this year and then like like you said like the next day like it's christmas season like thanksgiving is an afterthought now um but it's like when do you think it's kind of like acceptable for people to just go full christmas like this is it all we're gonna talk about now is christmas day after thanksgiving day after thanksgiving okay yeah instead of shopping like assholes they should be decorating with their families okay. and have the day off from work go decorate your house that should be the day you pull out all of your christmas stuff you put away the turkey um mr mr turkey um, you guys eat turkey tacos. Well, at least that's what our family did with their leftovers. And you put up your Christmas stuff. Like, put it up on Black Friday. Black Friday shouldn't be some ridiculous shopping day where we all, like, trample each other to death for a free shitty printer, you know? Well, yeah, now you're kind of seeing some places that are kind of battling. Because before the trend was Black Friday was starting earlier and earlier and earlier and stores were opening earlier and earlier and earlier. And now the trend is to not do Black Friday. Like, you see those stores who are like, look, guys, we're not open on Black Friday. We're not open on Black Friday. Look how kind-hearted we I are. I I like that. I actually yeah. like that. I'm on board with that. I know they're kind of doing it as a publicity thing. No, that's what I'm that's saying. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, REI, you get, like, a bonus if you can prove you went, like, hiking or something on Black Friday, but... Even yeah. Nordstrom, Nordstrom has that thing where they're not even they're not going to put up Christmas decorations until Black Friday. Well, the thing is, most places I don't think people are mad about them getting being open on Black Friday. People, there are a lot of places that are open on Thanksgiving now. And yeah. Like, isn't Kmart open for like twenty four hours or I mean forty eight hours or something ridiculous? Um, and something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But uh, yeah, it's I have no problem with people getting Black Friday off and getting Thanksgiving off. But it is kind of funny how like these these places that are giving them off now, it's like they're bragging about how great they are for giving their employees. Yeah. Hey, you guys, I'm Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah. I'm like, they're like the cool parents. Yeah. Like, we'll let you stay up late and you get the day off. It's like, the I don't know. For the most part, everything companies do is for money. There's some way they're going to make money out of it. And that's kind of like um, the other big topic we wanted to talk about today is uh, Starbucks. Oh, and Starbucks. So... If you've been under a rock for the last week, I want to say. Okay, to be honest, real quick, I was one of those people who was under the rock because I kept seeing my Facebook feed fill up with people like, oh, look, I went to Starbucks and I told them my name was Merry Christmas and the lady looked so confused and I was like, what are you, what is happening? Yeah, uh, yeah. More and more and I had no idea. What well, I knew on. I knew people were mad, but then I saw on my Facebook feed, it was probably the same people, but um. They're like, hi, I told my barista, Merry Christmas, and I, sh- I showed them, and I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? So if you haven't heard yet, uh, Starbucks, so every year Starbucks around the holidays, they come out with, I wouldn't even say- Red cups. Yeah, it's red cups, but- most... They're always red cups, but sometimes they have like, and like I always, because I read some article about it, and they were saying like, 
Because I remember, like, last year's was, like, vintage Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Or it'll be, like, wintry stuff. Yeah, so every but year they come never, out with... I don't remember ever saying Merry Christmas. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I just really don't remember. So every year that. around the holidays, Starbucks, they switch from their regular white Starbucks cups to these red ones that... Uh, the, the big thing is they say they're Christmas cups, but they've always, they're always really more winter-themed. It's like snow mm-hmm. and, like, lights, which I don't think lights is Christmas-exclusive. Huh. But, I mean, there's just... there's They, they switch to these basic, basically holiday cups, and uh, this year, they came out with their red cups, and they're just red. That's it. There's no holiday decorations. There's no, you know, holiday words on them, nothing. It's just a red cup. And, to be fair, uh, they're pretty ugly. They're yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. When, I, I just thought they weren't very attractive. I was like, oh, these yeah. are ugly this year. And so people are, being, people are offended by them because they think it's a war on Christmas. And Starbucks said that, what was their wording exactly, that they were just trying to make it friendly for all religions really stupid yeah but anyway so people were really offended by this i didn't under like like i said most of the cups when they actually i saw an article that showed pictures of all the cups they've had through the years and most of them yeah they were like winter themed like some of them they had like penguins and polar bears and stuff like that on them Yeah, and it was like uh they never had like christmas trees all over them maybe some of them did but that's not like it's not like a yearly thing I I didn't understand at all why people were outraged over it. I don't either. Like, and then there's that video of the dude, and they're like, "Look at what this brave man did to stand up to Starbucks," and all it was was him saying "Merry Christmas." That's that's my favorite thing is that all these people are saying they're going to get back at Starbucks by going to Starbucks and buying their products, and then convince, <laughs> convincing all these That'll other people. Show those baristas who work there for minimum wage. <laughs> And they're oh gonna go God. tell all their friends to go back and buy Starbucks because the baristas don't give a crap. They like. don't give a shit. They just want you to tip them because yeah. I used to be one of those baristas and I know what it was like. Yeah, yeah. it's like I doubt corporates like, whoa, we we've been looking through our trash and there's a lot of Merry Christmas on these Starbucks cups. <laughs> but this was like, I mean, honestly, like I, I don't want to put on the tin hat or the foil hat or anything here, but like it, it's almost like Starbucks knew this would blow up. And it's all free marketing. All this is turning into is free marketing for Starbucks. I don't even know, honestly, because like, I mean, like even you said, most of the cups, they didn't say Merry Christmas. I don't think they had any idea. They went for like a simplistic thing. If you look, if you go into a Starbucks, even their decorate, their winter decorations this year are very simplistic. I think they went for more of a like minimalist thing. But this is, you know, this is turning into like amazing marketing for them because you have people going there to support it like people were like yeah like it's nice to not have everything be about christmas i don't i I didn't think they were about christmas but anyway um so they're going to support it and then you have these angry people who are going there even though they're anti-starbucks and i don't know (laughs) anybody's been i don't know if this was just my starbucks but the one that i go to all the time i went in and they have the advent calendars the advent calendars. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. They have giant advent calendars with candy in them. And they have all the cups. Everywhere. They have all the cups that say like Merry. They have like Christmas stuff yeah, on them. Yeah, they have their Christmas CDs out. Like, yeah. Okay, that should be proof enough. I mean, they're like, you know what? We hate Christians. We're still going to put all this stuff up. But when they're walking around on the street and going to their jobs, we're going to make sure we stick it to them. Like, no. Yeah, yeah it no. is. It is kind of like. I mean, it is a little bit of a downer because. One of like when their peppermint mochas come out, like the cool thing is like they have the store all decorated for Christmas and stuff like that. And now you get your peppermint mocha and this ugly red. Was the cup is ugly? Like looks like a solo cup. Yeah, it's it's such an ugly cup. Which I was. It's just red. It's it's literally just their regular cup, but it's red instead of white. And it's a very ugly cup. And I mean, some people might say, "Well, who cares? You only have it for an hour or something like that." But I I don't know. Like if you're gonna put out a product that's going to be seen by the thing is it's displeasing to my eye <laughs> yeah. and there's a coffee bean three block or three doors and down. i know it sounds stupid but there's <laughs> people out there that if they like the cup you'll give them that you give them they will go back to your store like every single day it's true just to get it's that true. stupid cup mm-hmm. and yeah it's but yeah the whole thing is kind of hilarious i've never seen something where people are going to starbucks to support it and people who are against it are also going to starbucks buying the product and voicing their displeasure man that's the way to do it that's the way to do it (laughs) i've never seen a war that 
everybody's kind of gathering into the same place. Usually it's like, well, I'm just not going to go to Starbucks anymore. Nobody took that route. Nobody's like, well, we're not going to go to Starbucks to show our displeasure. It's like, we're going to go to Starbucks and voice our displeasure as we spend $5 on a grande peppermint mocha. And (laughs) you know what? If you really believed in the cause, you would hijack the trucks that deliver all their supplies and steal all their cups and burn them in effigy (laughs) in front of a church or something on Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, or you could just, I don't know, just not go to Starbucks. Which, <laughs> you could do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the much simpler solution that nobody's thought of during this time. Go <laughs> or go home. That's what I always say. <laughs> Honestly, oh my god, I'm so tired of people telling me how bad Starbucks is. It's like, we get it, you don't like Starbucks. I, I don't know, I don't think Starbucks is, I, I don't think it's good. I wouldn't say that Starbucks is amazing, but... It's so trendy to hate on Starbucks and the quality of it. It's like, oh, I'm like, just... God, remember the good old days when, like, it was trendy to like them because there weren't that many of them? Yeah. Remember they opened, like, 9,000 of them in one year, and then, like, there were Starbucks across the street from each other, and... Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. Well, I mean, I I live in Oregon, like, there's coffee places every two feet. And I, I still will go to Starbucks from time to time. Like, I, I love Coffee yeah. Culture, which is another chain up here, which is amazing. And Dutch Bros is amazing. But I still go to Starbucks from time to time because, you know, I I love me a peppermint mocha. Or some of the, I just really like their iced coffee for one reason or another. You like their, their gimmicky stuff. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, and there's nothing, I don't know. I'm not. I, I, I used to love, like, like, their pumpkin spice latte. I got one the other day. And it was, first of all, I was, like, drinking syrup. It was so thick and disgusting. Yeah, yeah it's all, and it was yeah. so sweet. I guess it's because now I've gone to where I don't really even put sugar in my regular coffee, much less like drinking sweet lattes. But it was like it was like a job, like drinking that. <laughs> and then like I don't know why I felt like comp- I was like, no, I've got to drink it. It's tis the season. And well, and they're like they're like six dollars now. Like I don't even yeah, know. A venti is like six dollars now for a peppermint spice or a pumpkin spice latte. I don't know. It's whatever. But yeah, I've never seen people this outraged over a cup before. And it's very strange. I my like I was telling my I was talking to my friend about it the other day and yeah, my biggest complaint was just the cup is ugly. Like I wish they would have yeah. thrown like a penguin. You can you can do winter stuff without doing holidays. Winter stuff. Well, the ice cups have like snowflakes on them. Yeah, they're like, ugly snowflakes, but they Like got when snowflakes. did when did snowflakes become a Christmas thing? Like snowflakes exist during winter yeah it's not yeah, um... like <laughs> christians don't have like winter on like a patent on winter yeah it just happens yeah like it earth. just happens winter exists whether you want it to or not everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah it's very strange watching them draw the line saying like well they're anti-christmas no it just seems like they kind of went for like a neutral look but yeah, yeah. like I never, I never considered like the star, but like uh, snowflakes and stuff like that. Winter, I don't get where that. Like, if the penguin had a Santa hat on, that'd be one thing. But just yeah, throw, just throw a freaking penguin on your cup and you're set. Right? Some penguins, polar bear. Maybe they can't use a polar bear because of you know Coke. But yeah, something. Yeah, some, some wintry otters, <laughs> a zebra with some snowshoes on. A zebra. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You don't know. I uh, I tried something. This uh, this past weekend that I had never done before. So Redbox, do you remember when Redbox first kind of came into fruition? And pretty much any time a popular game came out, it was like a 50-50 chance that if you rented the game from Redbox, it was going to be like that printed out paper that wasn't actually a game. Somebody just slipped a, slipped like a piece of paper in there. No, actually, I've never used a Redbox before. I have You've to be ne- honest. Have you never used a Redbox before? I've Red- just never, I never have. Redbox is never amazing. Have. I we use it like every weekend. Really? I, yeah, I I've never used it before. Just... Well, you should start. They give you. They're like one of those companies that just throws promotional codes at you. Like every time you open your email, there's like five promotional codes. There's always like three homeless dudes standing in front of mine. That you have a Redbox in Burbank. There is one Redbox. <laughs> In all of Burbank? <laughs> Probably not, but the one I always notice is in front of the grocery store I go to. Okay. Yeah, well, I've so Redbox, basically when it, when Redbox first started, well, I don't know if it was when it first started, but when they first started doing games and gaming was kind of like 
when they started getting like more recently released games, not just throwing random ones in there. Um, mm-hmm. What people would do is they would go home, scan the CD, and because basically how you return it to Redbox is there's a code like with on the inside part of the disc, oh. and that they it's just like a sticker, but um, they put it on there, and people would go home and they would scan this cover of the disc, and then they would mm-hmm. just they would just cut it out into like a CD shape, put it in the disc. Or put it in the um, the little holder, return mm-hmm. the holder. It would scan that code. It'd be like, oh, you return your game, and then boom, you have a free game. And oh yeah, so people were scamming the system like crazy with this. And I remember when this first started. Kind of don't blame them a little bit. It's it's a really easy way to get around it. It was it wasn't very well thought out. But um, yeah, yeah. But now I don't know what they did. I don't know if they, maybe they just started backtracking or backtracing the the people who did it and just charging them ludicrous amount of money ludicrous amounts of money because it doesn't happen as often because before it felt like a 50 50 chance you were going to get a piece of paper instead of your cd and so i just i never i completely stayed away from gaming on redbox and Mm -hmm. this weekend i finally tried it because uh call of duty black ops 3 came out and that's right yeah, so the huge release, it's the Black Black Ops is the one franchise, is the one, like, I don't know, string of Call of Duty games that's still pretty well respected. Whatever you would call the tangent. Yeah. <laughs> you have the Advanced Warfare, you have the... Yeah. There's like three different studios making Call of Duty games right now. I know. And Treyarch is the only one that really has this big level of respectability still. And so this game was coming out, and even though it was massive, I just, I hate the Call of Duty community so much that mm-hmm. I don't even touch multiplayer. And uh, so I was just, I, I always end up talking myself into buying Call of Duty games every single year, and I spend $60, mm-hmm. play the short campaign, and then I never touch it again. And so this year I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get it from Redbox. And so I got it from Redbox, the game, it was the actual game and everything, thank God. Wow. And yeah, so I... I had a good experience. I had a pleasant experience renting games from Redbox, and that was the first. Yeah, so I might try to start doing that from now. Because, like I said, Call of Duty. It's I play the campaign. It lasts me seven hours, and that's it. It's definitely not worth sixty bucks for me. Yeah, that is not worth sixty bucks. Yeah, well, I get it for the you know people who like to play online. But. Yeah. So like I, it's three dollars initial release, and then every single night it just keeps charging you three more dollars. And so it ended up just costing me $9 to play through the entire campaign. Awesome. And it was actually a really good game. Like, um, so Call of Duty, you've played Call of Duty. Like, every single one's kind of the same stuff, more yeah. or less. Um, this one, they went with a much faster paced style of play, which I really wow. liked. Yeah, it's so it takes place way in the future. And um, now you're capable of running on walls, and you have all these power-ups that you can do. Which, uh, it was confusing at first, but once you really get the hang of it, it's this really fast-paced style of play that I've never seen in Call of Duty before. And I really liked it. And um, the campaign, Black Ops, the Black Ops campaigns are known for being crazy, really, like, strays from the regular brouhaha path of the typical FPS game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I really liked it. And uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Towards the end, it got a little... It started dragging a little bit, and you're just like, oh my god, okay, I kind of just want this game to end now. Because it feels like the last three hours, you're kind of just... He's like, okay, we're almost there. You're about to be done. Oh, no, we got it. Okay, you're almost there. Just need my trophy, Call of Duty. (laughs) Just, oh my god. Yeah, Yeah. but I really liked it. It was really fun. Um, I would definitely recommend it to anyone. I would read... If you're not into multiplayer, obviously, don't spend $60 on it. Go Redbox it like I did. But it was a lot of fun. It's it's the kind of breath of fresh air that Call of Duty needed. I had pretty much given up on buying it, and I wasn't going to buy this one. But like I said, took a chance on Redbox, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I might buy the game when it comes down to like thirty bucks or something in the future, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but have yeah, you? Yeah, I was talking to a girl at work about it, and she was like, "I," she's like, "I feel like I spent money on the last four and they were the same game, so I don't want to get this one. But I told her, because you and I had actually talked about it previously, I was like, actually, my brother played it. He said it's actually really good this time. So yeah, maybe I mean, you can, that. you can tell it's Call of Duty, but if if you didn't know what it was going in, uh, it's really a lot different. You wouldn't just, it's, it doesn't feel like you're just playing the same game again, just different setting. Like, it, it 
There's a lot of different stuff it does that it hasn't done. It's a much more athletic type of game. It's funny. It's kind of funny they added that in. It's almost like they were like, fuck it. You know what? Everyone else added parkour. Just yeah, put yeah. parkour in. Yeah. Guys, just put it in. I mean, I don't know. know what the deal is. I know that some of their old workers went to, uh, they were the guys who were behind Titanfall and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot of mechanics that were prevalent in Destiny and Titanfall and stuff like that. Um, so it really is Call of Duty trying to stay relevant, and I, I think relevant. they did. I think they did a hell of a job. Um, I know they had a massive opening. Uh, the sales figures were through the roof, but yeah, it, it was a really good game. I, I, they went. They let their fifteen-year-old niece take them shopping. <laughs> they got a new haircut, and some new shoes. Groovy. Got like a more updated car. Yeah, they stopped using the word groovy. You yeah, know, they're a little fresh. I've they're always going out yeah. Some dates. I'm not like a massive Call of Duty fan, and especially in recent years, I've kind of just been like whatever about them. Like I'll play them. It's like the one yearly first-person shooter I play, and then <gasps> then I throw it throw it away for good, and then mm. I pick it back up a year later. But no, this game was actually a lot of fun, and I would definitely good. recommend it to somebody. Um, have you? I know you mentioned before the podcast started that you had a chance to play uh, Fallout Four, or have you had a chance to play? It? I know you I haven't own gotten to it. play it yet. How no, um, actually, we downloaded it, and uh, it's installing right now. I'm actually, so I keep looking over. Our audience can't see me doing it, but you probably noticed I keep looking over. It's because it's installing on my PS4 right now. Right on. I'm really excited about it. I, one thing that's been cur- that's been I found curious is, um, so Fallout 4, I think uh, from a lot of videos we've seen, there are some technical issues with it. It's been a bit buggy. And uh, it's so funny that with a game like Fallout from Bethesda is that people are just like, oh, don't worry, they'll fix it. Or it's going to be fine. Don't worry. Like, whatever. Like, this game is still amazing. So annoying. Yeah. Like, uh, don't worry. It's awesome. Uh, But if Mm -hmm. you see, like, a game like, um, was it Assassin's Creed Unity when that game came out? Like, and and people said that it had technical issues at the start. Mm -hmm. People ripped it to shreds. I don't, I've always wondered that, like, why do we tear apart some games and like do not give them a chance? Like, oh, yeah. no, fuck it. Like, well, that's the that's, this guy's yeah. hair was messed up, so no. Or, but then other games, it's like, no, it's okay. I mean, it went down to like one frame per second, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, well, I mean, people always give other people crap, other game companies crap about releasing games that are technological, that have a lot of technological issues. But when a company they love does it they're like oh it's they're gonna fix it don't worry or oh i haven't noticed anything as their game glitches down to one frame per second (laughs) yeah like it's fine that guy doesn't have a face over there but (laughs) it's part of the charm yeah okay like i mean i i haven't personally played the game so i don't know how bad it is but from Mm -hmm. i've seen plenty of videos show showcasing it having a lot of glitches and a lot of um frame rate drops and yeah. so it's kind of, it's really funny watching people who uh, watching a community that always rips companies to shreds for releasing games that have a bunch of bugs. But when it's something that's really hyped, like fallout, they're like, Oh, don't worry. Like it's the game's still amazing. Just look past it. Yeah. I mean, I did think it was a little curious though. I mean, this has been a re- highly anticipated game and I feel like from the announcement to the release, it was a really small amount of time. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure they thought they had it done or whatever. That's why they chose to announce it when they did. But I was like, I don't know, like maybe give yourself like, I don't know. I, I, when, as soon as they announced it before we knew like a date, I, I honestly thought it would probably be coming out like early next year. Yeah. But then I found out, you know, November of this year and it was just like, oh my God, that's so fast. Yeah. It like, and it, from, I, yeah. it shows in the game. Well, at least, you know, I haven't played it yet. I'm, slowly watching it be at 45% installation right now, but I I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, the, the videos I've seen, the articles I've read, why not just like have fixed it? And we talked about this in our last podcast. Like it's really weird. It, it bugs me that these companies now kind of get away with releasing stuff like this. Like I said, you know, in our old, in the old days, you couldn't send out a Sega cartridge and it be like half undone. Yeah. You well, had to have it yeah. done. It had to be fixed. This now, it's like, you know what? Just put it out. Let's make our money. 
and we'll like you know patch it later it'll be fine you know i i i I get annoyed when companies push games back but i will never criticize somebody for pushing a game back like it's like oh well now i have to wait i had my heart it's like it sucks but yeah it's like oh i had my heart set on like last year with batman i was like oh i had my heart set on playing batman in november but now i have to wait until when did it come out june or something like that yeah, uh-huh. and it's like okay, well, like I mean, that sucks, but at the same time, they're doing it so the product is better. Like they're not, they're not. Well, really... you could just do a Hitman and be like, "Here's part of the game." <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep there's, complaining about Hitman because so, I'm really yeah. excited about Hitman, but I'm just really pissed off that they're like, "Here's part of it." I mean, yeah, I honest, I understand that the gaming community isn't one single person. It's many people with many different opinions. But it's just so funny. There's so much. But you're listening to our podcast, yeah. so this is our opinion. There's so much hypocrisy <laughs> that goes on in it. Like, if somebody releases a game that's glitchy and broken, people are people jump all over. I'm not saying Fallout 4 is broken, but it's definitely glitchy. I've we've seen enough examples of glitches and stuff like that yeah, to definitely. admit that it's glitchy. And um, it's just so funny watching a company like Bethesda where oh they'll fix it don't worry like they just completely <laughs> toss it to the side it's i know it's a little it's, put so much pressure on bethesda like we we know you got it it's cool <laughs> yeah i know it's I know. and i don't know it's very someone tried to compare it though to uh skyrim and they said that oh yeah we dealt with this back when skyrim came out but i honestly cannot i don't know if i'm just remembering fondly i don't remember skyrim having any problem it was on like, the it was on the ps3 was it yeah yeah it oh, and it, yeah i played it on the ps3 you did that's what i'm saying oh okay. yeah yeah did i played it when it? it first came out and i don't remember it having any issues i don't know maybe i just got like I, I have no idea maybe i just didn't experience them i know it's hit or miss but i had no issues with it and they were saying that like but it is weird that bethesda gets away with glitchy games but like you said, you it was a great example that Assassin's Creed, like anytime any Assassin's Creed comes out, which is now, isn't it like every five days a new one comes out? Yeah, something like that. But anytime a new Assassin's Creed comes out, people are all over it. Like, all over it. It's, yeah. it's like, oh my God, how could they? Look at this. Look what's wrong with this. But I feel like, why are, okay, why aren't we forgiving to Assassin's Creed, but we are forgiving to like, Fallout Four, you know, yeah. I, I don't really understand that. When I don't know, should we give Assassin's Creed? Should we give them a little more credit for them giving us like a lot of content? And I know that Fallout Four, it's okay. So Assassin's Creed, they do come, come on. Out very you can do often. it. You can make this so, point. Come on. Okay, I'm <laughs> trying. Trying. Last week you had the stroke. Now I am. <laughs> okay, so Assassin's Creed comes out a lot, and so I feel like they don't spend as much time developing them. Whereas Fallout 4 has been in development for, like, a long time. So why are we, like, giving Assassin's Creed a bunch of shit when they're like, here, have all these games, but Fallout 4, like, has had so much time, and it's still broken. And we're like, no, it's okay. It's okay, Bethesda. We we still love you. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think at the end, they have the groundworks for a much better game than most of your assassin's creed games obviously fallout i mean i don't want to start comparing fallout 4 to assassin's creed but um <laughs> yeah. yeah like i think that's because they have done a phenomenal groundwork what i've seen in the game looks really cool it's just yeah there are a lot of glitches in it um mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, I, it's just it's just really funny to me watching people just thrash that game mm-hmm. um good news the friday the 13th the game that oh yeah officially reached its uh it it officially reached its goal on Kickstarter. Woo-hoo! Yeah, so that is going to get made, and that will be Yay. obviously we don't have like a release date or anything, but that will be coming to Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and computer or PC. Sorry, computer. Computer. Uh, <laughs> it will come to computer. That'll be coming to PC, PS Four, and Xbox One sometime in the future, I believe, 2016, something like that. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah, it uh, it looks. It's. I started really looking into it. That seems like it's going to be such a good game. It looks uh, like a lot of fun. Uh, there's yeah. There's a lot of different things they can do with it. Um, I know they said that the camp workers can. So basically, for those who don't know, um, there was a Kickstarter released for a Friday the Thirteenth the game, 
which is going to revolve around it's kind of like evolve you're familiar with evolve where it's four people fighting a monster um this is going to be six camp counselors going up against jason and what you can do is either the camp counselors can work together and try to fight back against him or it can be just kind of an every man for himself situation and from everything i've heard about the game is it's going to be really cool uh, i i i'm not sure how how the teamwork's going to go i'm sure there's going to be a lot of games that just devolve into just every man for himself trying to run and flee for the for a car or something or finding ways to get to the cops but yeah i i'm very excited for it it's the kind of game that I am too. It doesn't seem like the kind of game that's come out, but it seems like it could be a complete new game to the horror genre. And God, the horror genre needs a fresh breath of air. Um, God, it really does. Oh, so um, now the current trend in horror genre is hiding in lockers. Uh, between Outlast, <laughs> Alien: Isolation, all those games that are coming out. Um, yeah, so it's it's really it really could be a cool game. I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited to see it met its goal. I, I believe the Kickstarter is just about to end. Uh, I believe it has like two days left. So yeah, mm. uh, they did reach it. I'm very excited for that. Very excited to finally try this game. That is some good news. That's I'm really happy to news. hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Very pumped up. You said uh, they, they still have two days left? Yeah, still two days left. I know that if they get extra money, that's when they're able to kind of put in stuff they weren't... Um, they weren't originally planning to, but I mean, anytime you get extra funds, it gives you the flexibility to do more stuff. Like sheer blouses on the women. Yeah. Like or scantily clad teenage <laughs> girls. Well, I know, I know one thing they talked about was, um, so every single camp counselor, I think is going to have like their own set of skills and stuff. And I'm sure they could probably develop more of them now. Cause I mean, I, I feel like if it's, just or maybe even develop you know different settings so you're not just playing in camp crystal lake over and over and over again because that would get really tiresome very quickly it would and especially if it's almost going to be like a not to dumb it down but almost like a hide and seek type scenario you know yeah yeah but i'm I'm very excited for that mm-hmm. yeah so that's a uh, that's it's kind of the main things from gaming like there's been there's battlefront comes out on a tuesday right it does. Yeah, and so there's a, there's a lot of games coming out. Tomb Raider came out. I haven't played it. I am not in any way in a position to talk about it. I haven't watched anything on it. I want to try it. I loved the last one, but um. Yeah, I was just talking to, to James about that, and like, I'm really excited about Tomb Raider. I haven't gotten it, so I guess I'm not that excited. Yeah. Some other stuff I'm playing. Well, one thing. They just got Fallout, and yeah. One thing about Tomb Raider is uh the the. The last one that came out, its price dropped super fast. Like it, it felt like just a few months after it came out, it was already twenty bucks, like everywhere. So I'm just waiting for that. Uh, there's so many games coming out that it's not a game that I need to play absolutely right now. Um, I actually I got a 2DS recently. Oh, and yeah, so I've been playing uh, Pokemon Y a lot lately, and cool. that's a really fun game. I played Pokemon. I had a 3DS when I was in college, but uh. It was kind of when I was going to move from Fullerton back to Imperial. And so I was completely broke because I had to break my lease with my apartment. Oh, and that's right. so I needed, I needed like extra money. So I sold my 3DS and like all my games for like 300 bucks. And that's like the saddest story ever. Yeah. So, but I mean, <laughs> now I'm back. Now I'm fine. I got my 2DS. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good Pokemon Y. I mean, it came out a while ago, so I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it, but it's a really cool throwback to the old games. Like it kind of file, it kind of follows the old style of it. You can see that they based a lot of it off the layout of the old style of oh, Pokemon okay. Red and Blue and Yellow. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of the original Pokemon in it. Um, so you get the new generation of Pokemon starters, and I picked Froakie, which is just this water type frog. I was gonna say I don't know anything about yeah. the new Pokemon. Like, yeah, Froakie is is basically the Squirtle of that generation, and but is so is it would it like just be him or like is Squirtle also there? No, no, no. Okay, so so you get you pick out you pick between Froakie and like two other starters, which are I don't remember their names, um, but then like like an hour into the game, 
you fight this guy and you fight this well not not like full-on fight like it's just professor you run into this professor and he's like hey you want a duel ha 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 and then you beat him and then he's like you know what you're a great duelist why don't you take one of these pokemon and it's squirtle charmander and bulbasaur I was, oh my like, God. I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, hello, old friend. <laughs> and then I was, oh. Squirtle has always been like one of my favorite Pokemon. And so I was so pissed that I picked Froakie because you don't need two water starters. No. So I so I picked Charmander. And now Char, I basically toss Froakie to the side. I don't even use him anymore. And I just use Charmander for everything now. We don't even know you. Yeah, it's like he's not an OG. So I, I, I use Charmander no. exclusively now. I use Charmander and I got a Pidgeotto. So I use that. Aww. So yeah, I, I pretty much, if I find an OG Pokemon, I throw him in immediately to my main six. I have Snorlax too, and I have a Farfetch'd. So yeah, I'm still trying to find a Pikachu. I don't know where you get one. If anybody listening to this podcast knows how you get a Pokemon and Pokemon Y, I'm trying not to look up tips online. Because, mm. like, when you were a kid... Like you're willing to ask people online yeah. for tips. Well, like, when you were a kid, you didn't know, like... I remember when I was a kid, when I first started playing Pokemon, I didn't even know how to get out of the house. Like, I didn't understand that those little tiny squares meant, like, it was, like, a mat that you could walk <laughs> through. I, I spent, like, half an hour trying to figure out how to get out of the house when I first played Pokemon Blue. I was, like, seven years old. And so it's like, I, I like the ma- Pokemon is like one of those nostalgic games that you're like, you want to find your own way through and discover things on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the few, like pretty much any modern game, I'll look up tips or something if I get stuck immediately. Yeah. But Pokemon. I one- was, yeah. I always wanted to find a Ninetales. I never found a Ninetales. Yeah. Well, you got to get Vol. Was it Volpix? Volpix evolved in the Ninetales. Like you got to get a Volpix yeah. first, then you get a Ninetales. I know. But, I had a nine-tailed yeah. sticker on my door. Yeah, you did. You did. I did. Yeah, so I was very angry that I couldn't get Squirtle. I mean, I could have, but having mm-hmm. two starter water Pokemon is completely pointless. I'm a, stri- I'm a strategist more than a romantic mm-hmm. in Pokemon. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so that game's been a lot of fun. I also got Mario. It came with Mario Kart 7, which, I mean, it's Mario Kart. It's kind of like after playing Mario Kart 8, all other Mario Karts kind of feel like crap. But whatever. It's a lot of fun. Drif- drifting is so stupid, though. I love it. Um, I love the way the drifting so is. I love it. Nope. nope. <laughs> Disagree. Whatever. Um, quick question, because we're kind of starting yes. to push time a little bit. Um, Harry Potter, do you kind of think... Do you? Okay, so I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Do you kind of think of Harry Potter, like, maybe in the slightest way, like, subconsciously as, like, Christmas movies? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, not even subconsciously. I can't. Yeah. So I'm glad they usually make it part of the 25 days of Christmas. I don't even have cable anymore, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, it's so wintry. And like, yeah, Hogwarts okay, during. Uh, okay, I was actually. It's so funny you say that. I was thinking about that today. So my favorite, like, like Christmas decoration era is like Victorian Christmas. Like, to me, that's so Christmassy. That just says Christmas. I don't know why. Okay. Mom must have had, like, a bunch of Christmas Victorian stuff. I don't remember her having that. But okay. Shut up. Anyway, I love Victorian Christmas. And then I was thinking about, that led me to thinking about, like, Harry Potter and how it's, like, really Victorian-era inspired. Like, a lot of the stuff is very, like, not quite steampunky, but kind of set. Like, it almost got stuck in the late, age, late 1800s, you know? Like, the yeah. cloaks and stuff like that. And I was like why do we have such a fascination with this era? And I was like, it's so beautiful. And I do right now, like right now I'm kind of obsessed with like the turn of the century or not this century, last century. Cause I've been watching like the Nick. So I'm super into like old timey medical stuff. And I was like, Oh my God. And like Harry Potter has this, like, it's so snowy. A lot of time they always have like, a, they usually have a Christmas scene, you know? And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so like, to me, it's so warm and loving and Christmassy. It just, it just <laughs> is. Well, also Harry it's Potter. So funny that yeah. you said that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that like I mean, obviously it's not Christmas time yet during this podcast or in the next like month during December. That's probably all we're going to talk about on this friggin' podcast is Christmas, especially because I'm going home for Christmas now. I found wow. out. So yeah, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it was just something I wanted to ask really quick while it was in my brain still. Um, it's just so weird that yeah, it's Christmas is such a small part of Harry Potter yet. 
everybody kind of subconsciously relates it to Christmas. And yeah, that's yeah. very, that's always been kind of strange to me, but I understand it. Cause yeah, during uh, winter at Hogwarts is super pretty. So beautiful. It is. That, and maybe it's cause it's like a British movie. Well, just cause I mean the sheer. They're always in like sweaters yeah. and stuff cause it's colder over there. And here in America, we're like, oh, we only wear sweaters during Christmas time. Well, the sheer nature of it would make you think it's more of like a Halloween feel to it, but nobody relates Harry Potter to Halloween. Like yeah, nobody like Bible thumping weirdo who thinks that it's because they're witches and wizards that it's evil. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there are Halloween scenes within the books and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. nobody really relates Harry Potter to Halloween. I thought that was, that's yeah, strange. Right. It's cause it's so, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, poor, I don't know what that is. poor Thanksgiving. We're like Thanksgiving really is being forgot. Like we've talked about Halloween extensively and Christmas extensive mm-hmm. extensively. We have not said anything about Halloween in this podcast and or Thanksgiving. We haven't said anything about Thanksgiving. <laughs> can't even say it. And Thanksgiving's in what two weeks? Two weeks from tomorrow or something like that. God, yeah, it is. Wow. It is. Yeah, I'm. I might actually be going up to Seattle to or to Bothell for Thanksgiving. Oh, fun. Yeah, I'll be fun. Yeah, I work on Thanksgiving. Oh, so, so your company is not one of those companies. Bragging. No, I won't mention which company, but yeah, my company is not one of those companies that uh, is going. My company is one of the companies that's going to be open for twenty-eight hours starting on oh, Thanksgiving. Fun. You have to get into education. It's like the, it's like the, the main positive king in education. You get all these breaks. All the breaks. <laughs> all of all them. The breaks. I get two <laughs> weeks off during Christmas. I will be an imperial that whole time, eating burritos. Mm-hmm. I miss burritos so much. Like. Uh, I live in LA and I still miss burritos because we grew up right on like everybody. We grew up like right on the border, on the border. So. I'm I'm so tired of people in Oregon telling me, "Oh, there's this great burrito place you gotta check out." Like I, I it's like it's the real thing. You gotta check this out. And I look at pictures of it. I'm like, I can just tell looking at this picture that those tortillas suck, and that yeah. it's not Southern California Mexican food. Like I'm I've sure... been trying to get our Mexican grandmother to teach me how to cook better, and she gave me some recipes, but, like, it's not the same. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, I mean, you you would think that dating or being engaged to somebody who's 100% Mexican would, like, they'd be able to snuff out the Mexican food places, but... Or be able to cook it or something. My fiance is completely worthless in that department. <laughs> She's, like, seeking out authentic mexican people here try and asking them where me- real mexican she food is like a metal detector I, <laughs> I think one of her coworkers okay, at work she's like okay you speak spanish where can i get me- good mexican food around here <laughs> cuz like if one day esta el restaurante de if like Mexicano. if one more white person tells me to go to like Joe's crazy burritos or something like that. <laughs> I want to open a restaurant called Joe's crazy burritos. <laughs> when oh we when we pulled into um so when we were moving up here like our biggest concern was like we're going to miss Mexican food so much. And we pulled in and the way the freeway comes in it just drops you off right in the middle of town. And the first restaurant we saw was this restaurant called Taco Time. And we're like ah! And we're like, we are Taco never, <laughs> we are never, ever, ever eating at a place called Taco Time. Oh my god! And it's so every time we actually saw a commercial for it on TV the other day, and oh my god, like Oregonians don't know what they're missing. I feel like it's some like old white dude going like, "Well, come down to Taco Time." <laughs> come on, okay. Nobody, Taco time. nobody talks with a southern accent in Oregon. Shut up. <laughs> um but yeah no so oregonians don't know what they're like i would i would do horrible things for a special quesadilla right now <laughs> or a cal heard him heard him and now you know where he lives <laughs> like i've already everybody. i've already decided so we're gonna fly home uh like december 20th or something and um i, I already know what's gonna happen like the second dad picks me and arlene up at the airport uh, I'm just going to basically say, take me to the nearest Mexican food place, and I'm going to get, like, three burritos and eat them. Are you going to, like, and... grab them by the collar and everything? <laughs> just, like, 
<laughs> Get me to the burrito place. <laughs> Steal his gun, hold it to the back of his head while he's driving. Because, like, it's so unfair. San Diego, there's, like, a good Mexican food place every five feet. In Oregon, it's like, oh, yeah, I can get good coffee everywhere, but I want a really good burrito. <laughs> now you're just, like, more awake, so you're more aware of how many, how little there are burritos it's everywhere. So like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, there's coffee places everywhere and they're all amazing, but I want a burrito. Like, I can only drink so much coffee. I never get tired of burritos. Oh my god, you should come with me to visit my in-laws in Mississippi and they take me to a Mexican food place. It's the saddest thing ever. Oh my god. It's oh, it's disgusting. I'm always like, please don't make me go there. I'm from, like, basically Mexico. Please don't make me go to this Mexican food place in Mississippi. But at least you cancel it out with the nutritious uh, Christmas feast. Oh, my God. You said it was just, just, like, it was just meat on meat on meat and potatoes. There's, like, every meal there is, like, different types of meat and then, like, mac and cheese. Like, (laughs) there's no, like, like, growing up and, like, I've just... We would have, like, one type of meat. Like, if you're having well, steak that night, you'd have steak. Well, like, steak our- <laughs> okay, for one meal there at my in-law's house, it was steak, grilled, ch- it was smoked steak, grilled chicken, different type, like, three different types of sausages, boudin balls, which is sausage and rice mixed together and fried into a ball. That sounds amazing. And then, like, macaroni and cheese. It was amazing, <laughs> but my heart... I felt my heart slowing down. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine like eating that with all my digestive issues. Oh god. I'd probably I would probably just die. You couldn't even <laughs> survive back there. They wouldn't know what to feed you. I mean, I guess we could be like, Can I have a salad? And they'd be like, What what are you even talking about? I guess we could go shoot the small cow and feed you that. That's what they do back there, they shoot cows. <laughs> But I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, our for what it's worth, our family is not the healthiest eating no, family. Like, not. if you're from the south, we're not, and we're not knocking. I love my husband's from Mississippi, and I love him dearly, and, like and our, I love his family yeah, so much. Like, our family came from like we're not personally from the south, but a lot of our family came from the south, and they yeah, brought like, all of their recipes. Okay, with them. because from our dad's side, we're Mexican. On our mom's side, we're from Oklahoma, so we don't have nutritious dinners <laughs> or anything. Like, we'll have, like, you'll have, like, beans and then um, fideo and tortillas and, like, <laughs> but then there will be, like, a tiny, tiny-ass salad, like, on the side. Like, here no, you go. there won't be. What are you there... even talking about? There was no salad. <laughs> like. I don't even know what you're saying. One random family member, who whichever family member was into salads that month, because it seems like we always have a <laughs> different family member. <laughs> They'll, like, put out this tiny salad on the side, like, oh, if anybody wants salad, that will go untouched. But we'll have to constantly have, like, a production line making tortillas the whole night because we'll run out of tortillas. tortillas. Then when Nana was alive, who was our great-grandma, she used to make chicharrones all the time, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's fried pork skin. And, like, it's not not the same when it's homemade. It's not, like, pork rinds. It's, like, it's, like, chewing on pork skin. It's amazing. I don't even know if you remember that, but, oh, my God. I'd also probably, because it's so cold up here, I'd probably kill a man for a bolnigas right now. Oh. I'd probably take the life of another human being for a bolnigas right now. I don't know how it would get me a bolnigas. I get, I go to a jail <laughs> in SoCal. Okay, you guys, I killed him. I killed a man. All I ask is that you send me to a prison in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure mom could, like, somehow send you some. Burn down packet. Joe's crazy burritos. Joe's crazy burritos. Crazy That's our the... retirement plan now. <laughs> Joe's crazy burritos. There is no real Joe's crazy burritos. And if there is, I don't know of it, so I'm not insulting his work. Uh, if there but... is, though, can you send us a picture of evidence of Joe's crazy burritos? I'm going to search it right. You know, because there's so many ridiculous restaurant names. Don't search um, it from the magic. Have them. There is a Burrito Joe's. No, that's not Joe's crazy burritos. Yeah. That's not even in the same. <laughs> there's a place called... League. Jose Joe's burritos. No way. <laughs> Jose Joe's. Do they Joe's. know that's the same no the same name? It's in Hilton, New York. Yep, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I, oh man. Orgoni like 
they don't know what they're missing. There's bakeries and coffee places everywhere, but there's not one good Mexican. I like I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast already, but we knew we were in trouble when we asked somebody to give us a recommendation and they told us Chipotle. We knew we were in trouble. Oh god. Chipotle, like I have nothing against Chipotle. Chipotle is fine. It's good. Great but food? Not it's, Mexican. It's food. not Mexican food. It really isn't. That's not you Mexican. You offer food. a corn salad? That's not Mexican. <laughs> Do you want corn in your burrito? No. Can you put French fries oh God, in it? Corn in your burrito. It grosses me out that they offer that, and that's because the fact that they offer it means people get it. Yeah. Could you imagine having corn in your burrito? Oh. Well, now you found, did you hear that um, the E. coli outbreak they have? Uh, they couldn't yes. find. They didn't find any source of it, so now they're just like, okay, we're gonna open back up. Yeah, now. isn't that like the scariest <laughs> shit ever? Well, we can't find out where it came from, so I guess we'll just open it. It's in the ceiling. <laughs> it's probably from our employees. We don't tell them to wash their hands. Are they supposed to do that? I mean, yeah. we put those signs up in the bathroom, but who really listens to those? I mean, it's more really more of a suggestion, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I like Chipotle, but it's not Mexican food. It's like Taco Bell. Yeah. I don't go to Taco Bell when I want Mexican food. I go to Taco Bell when I want Taco Bell. I want Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. You want it's, the same three things combined in a different way. Can we talk? Okay, okay. So I, I have like become the master of understanding bad digestive system. Yes. Over the last two years, um, Taco Bell people for some reason there's this like, for some reason there's this everybody thinks Taco Bell gives you like the runs or it gives you digestive issues. Yeah, I, I've never I had that, that happen. I've never that i've never gotten sick or like felt cro- gr- even gross from taco bell like, i like maybe like the like yeah. i've been like oh i ate too much food or oh that food was like greasy but i've never been like oh yeah. this is destroying my stomach that's Me either yeah, and if it know. does that to you then you should see a doctor or call the health department on your particular taco bell because taco bell doesn't do that to you yeah it re- I I, it's <laughs> there's a lot of weird things i don't know i've gotten to where i prefer del taco anyway we don't have a Del Taco. We don't have a Del Taco, and the Wendy's closed, like, I swear, like, it feels like it closed as we were pulling our car into Corvallis for the first time. <laughs> and Wendy's and Del Taco are so good. They're, like, two of the better, fa- like, I'm not, like, fast food in general is, like, okay, but, like, they're two of, like, the better fast food places. Like, if I had to rank them, the, both of them would be near the top. And See, I like the Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger at Carl's Jr., and I, I love Carl's Jr. Arlie never lets me go to Carl's Jr. Because she hates Carl's Jr. I don't know why. See, I'm like that with McDonald's. I don't like McDonald's. We've gone to McDonald's so much the last, like, couple weeks. We we don't get anything, like, bad from there. Like, I'll usually get, like, the wrap that they have. Um, super good for you. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying, like, we're not, like, getting five. We're not eating five Big Macs a week or anything. Or Usually, I'll just, like, go get a sweet tea from there. And that's it. But, um... So very good for you. I love their fries. Their fries are so good. They have they, delicious okay, fries. I, they admit they have the best fries, and they have the best fries to dip into a can, chocolate milk. But can we talk but about I how the Big like Mac feels like it's getting smaller? It really is. <laughs> it like it's tiny. Like right? in the in the year two thousand thirty, the Big Mac's gonna be like it's gonna be in pill form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just take your pill. Okay, you had a Big Mac. Like. There's your 1,000 calories for the day. I was just going to say, and it's still going to be 1,000 calories. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it sucks. There's there's a lot of, like, really good hole-in-the-wall places up here, and they're delicious. But every now and then, it's like, I want Del Taco, or I want Mexican yeah. food. And there's that's just that. not up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. That's I how know. I feel when I'm, in, I'm visiting the South, and, like, it's like the same stuff, but they're different names. Like Rallies is Checkers down there, and Carl's Jr. is Hardee's, and it like feels wrong. And it feels like I woke up in a different country. It's like no, they look the same, but the names have all changed. Oh, it's so creepy. I don't yeah, like yeah. Arlene and I, Arlene and I have already decided that when we get down to Imperial, we're going to probably have burritos twice a day. Like, I, I will probably wake up the morning after we get to Imperial and go get a breakfast burrito from El Zarape. And then for lunch, I'm going to go get a California burrito from Mexicali Chicken and Salad. And then for dinner, I'll get, like, a bone de from Mexicali Chicken and Salad. <laughs> it's going oh, yeah. to be horrible. <laughs> it's going to be oh. amazing, though. And I get to see my cat, who I haven't seen in, like, three and a so half months now. So you abandoned so cruelly? 
I finally had a cat love me, and I had to move far away from him. Mm-hmm. He did. He <laughs> probably hates you now. Poor Flynn. I know. Well, that is all of our time we have for today. We are actually yes. just about at the hour mark. Good job are by we? us. Yeah. Yay. It's at uh, 59 Ooh. minutes and 47 seconds, 48 seconds, 49 seconds, High 50 five. seconds. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Christmas... I'm in favor of celebrating it whenever the hell you want. If it personally offends you, you need to seriously reevaluate your life. My personal opinion. Starbucks cups, I think they're ugly, but they're not offensive. I just think they're ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any closing statements from you? Uh, I think we should all chill out about Fallout 4. <laughs> it's okay that people don't have faces. You right. need to like get over it. And like I said, we're going to try to get back onto a weekly basis with this podcast. Yeah, we really will. These last few weeks, we've been like playing phone tag and Ethan's starting a new job and yeah. I'm busy at my job. And it's We both got really, sick. Both, it was a lot of fun. We both got sick. We've both been like, when we do, when one of us does have time, the other one's exhausted. And yeah, it's just been bad. But we're going to do our best to get back on track for the this once a week. why more of you need to listen and then we can get sponsored and then our jobs will be to bring you this entertainment every week. <laughs> Yep. Oh. Still don't have a sponsor on that one. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all from us for this week. As always, yep. I am Ethan. And I'm Shelby. Have a great night. <laughs>